Welcome to Our Own Elysium, where we, as one part of the greater collective, get to stand in our power and manifest the new earth together. I'm your host, Elise, a Reiki master, NLP practitioner, and student of astro-herbalism. I believe that God gave us all the tools we need here on earth, from the zodiac to healing herbs, to really bring about heaven on earth. This podcast is designed to offer you a light in the dark so that you may come to know your own personal power, your ability to heal and bring about all that you desire. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's get started. Hey guys, and welcome back to episode seven, which is all about energy healing, what energy is, and really leads into what my intuitive healing sessions actually look like. So first and foremost, I do have to give you this little disclaimer, which is that energy healing is not to be used in place of traditional medical advice and treatments. We make no claims that energy healings directly result in the treatment and cure of any physical or mental illnesses or diseases. And it is recommended always that all clients seek professional medical care where needed and to use energy healing as an additional tool of support. So not in place of. So to kick us off, I really want to talk about what energy healing is, where I gained my knowledge and some of my experiences with energy healing to kind of paint the picture of how it is that I got here today and why I feel it is so important to now join the collective of healers who are seeking to empower others with this incredible tool of self-healing because it is so needed right now. So let's talk a little bit about Reiki first. So I became a Reiki master in November, December of 2020. I completed my three levels of Reiki masters and officially got my certificate back then, but it took me a little while to kind of get my act together this year, just as I kind of needed a bit of a break from my old business, to be completely honest. So let's talk about what Reiki is. So Reiki is a spiritual healing art stemming from the word Rei, which means universal life, and Ki, which means energy. This is a Japanese art form and key is very similar or exactly the same really for the Chinese word qi, which obviously also means energy. Reiki is a spiritual healing art where the practitioner uses their hands as tools to facilitate a pure transfer of life force energy channeled from source to an intended recipient to encourage physical, emotional, or inner healing. Even the scientific community has proven and officially recognized that there is a field of energy that exists everywhere and surrounds us all the time. So you might have seen it referred to as the energy field or just the field or even the quantum field. What's most exciting about this is this web of energy that is surrounding us. The universe is is made up of all of this. It's not only outside of us and affects us, but it actually is us. It's we are made up of this life force energy. So if you've heard of the term the quantum field before, you may have recognized that Dr. Joe Dispenza 
is one such qualified mind who works in the quantum field. I spent the majority of last year leading up to becoming a Reiki master, actually going on Wednesday mornings when my husband was on night shift. He was taking a lot of night shift. So I would leave my daughter with him and I would go off to a local free Joe Dispenza meditation. And I could often be two or three hours. So these were really, really long meditations, completely following Dr. Joe Dispenza, really focusing on connecting with the quantum field and the infinite intelligence that is this life force energy. So overall, Reiki is not affiliated with a religion or a belief, and nor is it a massage technique. You may have seen or know of different energy healing techniques where you don't actually touch the body. The hands do not have to be on the body and you can place your hands on people in Reiki in different modalities, but you don't have to, which is why I can perform Reiki as a practitioner by distance. So it's quite funny because, you know, I never thought I'd be <laughs> offering energy healings uh, via Zoom, but I've also throughout my training actually just not even had kind of any contact with the recipient. Basically, I set you up. We pick a time and this was when I was training. I would just pick a time, the recipient, and we wouldn't even have a call. We would just message backwards and forwards. And at the time, about half an hour beforehand, we would both go into a fairly deep meditation. And if the other party could not do that, if, if it was just at a time that didn't suit, then they actually really just have to open themselves up and give consent to receive the healing. And you would be surprised, especially in those early days, when it was so disconnected, how powerful the actual results were. I had several clients all around the world who might be busy with kids or even at work who it was just the time I had to do the actual distance session as part of my Reiki master training. And as soon as it was all finished, I like to give a summary of how it went and what I saw, what I experienced, what their chakras looked like initially, and what I felt they looked like at the end, how the healing went overall, if anything intuitive or kind of psychic came up for me, just based on my knowledge and skills using uh, any of my clear senses. And the responses that came back were always, you know, I thought I'd be really distracted because I was stuck at work but I genuinely felt something. I genuinely was connecting with the fact that there was something happening, even if they didn't quite understand it. They automatically reported that they felt a difference. Even if it was minor, the fact that, you know, I was a fledgling Reiki master in the making and they were telling me that they felt different and that feeling different was positive just made me feel so good initially. And the more you get into this work, the more it becomes more and more potent and more and more powerful. So those were my first sort of experiences giving Reiki. If we go ahead and we talk about how Reiki came about. So universal life force energy itself has always been around. It's always been there since the beginning of time. So no earthly being created universal life force energy. I would say that God did that. It is generally agreed though that the Japanese doctor Mikao Yusui 
was the one that recognised and documented Reiki's power in modern times at around the turn of the 20th century. He is often referred to as sensei, yusui, which sensei means teacher or master in Japanese. And so that is the Western Reiki practice that I trained under with Melissa Crowdhurst of The Natural Healer here in Australia. I've absolutely loved my experience with Reiki. I I guess I had a few Reiki sessions when I was a lot younger, but I had more experience in pranic and theta healing and I sort of dabbled more in Buddhism and those kinds of concepts. But to give you the five Reiki principles, these are directly from Yusui Sensei's Reiki handbook. And they are, do not be angry, do not worry, be grateful, work with diligence and be kind to every living thing. And I just think that wraps up into such, you know, a nice little package, some really important principles that the vast majority of us should be living and working towards in our daily life. So anger, when channeled not in the most healthy of ways, can obviously cause a lot of discord in your life. And anger, not channeled at all, not physically moved through your body energetically, will pent up and get stuck in your body. And the same can be said for worry or fear. So you can panic, you can have a physical panic attack, and obviously that can have very uncomfortable and you know sometimes dangerous results. And at the same time, by kind of suppressing that fear, it is going to manifest itself physically within your body. So the whole concept of energy healing is really about moving that stagnant, stuck energy that builds up around our body and particularly around our chakras, getting that flowing again. So when we start talking about chakras, chakras are basically wheels that are energy centers within your body. Now, there are some varying amounts of chakras that people work with. As a rule, there are seven major chakras, 21 minor chakras, and 86 micro chakras in the human body. Now, when it comes to Reiki, we work with the seven major chakras. And I love the correlation here because now that I'm also a student of astro herbalism, I'm also learning that not only does the zodiac correlate to certain planets, and their rulerships, but these planetary influences also lend to influences over our chakras. And the fact that there is seven chakras in Western Reiki and there is seven inner planets uh, that we work on with astrology, I find that correlation to be really, really interesting. And having those connections enables me to really get a bird's eye view of maybe a bit more of the bigger picture of what is going on with any particular client, whether that be physically, so they've got a physical manifestation of some kind of illness or some kind of health condition that might actually point towards something emotional or some kind of inner imbalance, whether that is with a chakra or that is with like some kind of planetary influence. When we get into talking about my sessions, Hopefully you'll begin to see how the astrological birth chart and and knowing someone's chart and the influences there, that actually really helps to inform me what's happening with the chakras based on the zodiac and the planetary influences. And then from there, we can really begin to marry it up with those physical 
manifestations of where there's issues happening for that person in their body. And then also with their interrelationships or certain issues that might have happened in their life. And then, of course, some people have a spiritual or just an inner world that there might be some discord or imbalance in. So a lot of people's questions revolve around why they feel stuck about something. Maybe they're stuck with a certain decision. And a lot of people, a vast majority of people, really are struggling with their purpose and what the meaning of life is and why they are here. So energy healing in that regard can really help to work through the energy in your body, begin to get it flowing again, move that stagnant and stuck energy. And again, it's life force energy. So the more optimally we are processing energy in our body, then the more that is going to manifest itself physically for us in our inner world and our outer world, because as above, so below, and as within, so without. So what's happening for us internally is always going to manifest itself in our reality. So moving on from talking about the chakras and these energy wheels, we then move into this other modality that is very much equal and on par with Reiki, and that is pranic energy. So pranic energy is an equal modality to Reiki with some subtle differences in application. So prana is the Sanskrit word for life energy. In Hindi, it means energy just as ki in Japanese and chi in Chinese. So I follow the work of Master Cho Kok Sui. He was actually born in the Philippines and he's done some incredible, incredible work. So I did my basic level one pranic healing back when I was 19. And this followed being a training client for a new pranic healer. And I had been in her life for a very, very long time. Uh, She had been my drama teacher when I was pursuing acting when I was like 15, 16. And then I actually went on to teach drama for her when I was about 17, 18 and through to about 21. So we already had a relationship happening at 19, but she had a bit like me, you know, you're, you're doing this work. I used to be a website designer and you're doing this work and it takes a lot of work. Obviously for her, she had her own business and I've had my own business too. And you feel like you have to keep working at this because you've been working and working at it. Maybe you're qualified in it. You spent much of your life dedicating your time to a career that is not fulfilling you spiritually or in really any other way that fills your tank, so to speak. And I think that was something, you know, a little bit of a dark night of the soul that she went through. And because we had such a close relationship, I was more than happy to be her client while she went through her pranic healing training. So after that, I actually went with my high school boyfriend because he was all over this stuff too. He couldn't believe the changes he saw in me based off of what I was reporting back to him on my goita that I had in my thyroid Some of you know that I suffer from Hashimoto's hypothyroidism and I now no longer have goiter. But a vast many years for me have revolved around not being able to speak my truth, having very dead stagnant energy in my throat chakra and 
actually feeling like I'm choking genuinely on something because I could never speak my truth. And then also because I had an enlarged goiter in my thyroid. And I used to feel every time I swallowed, there was a lump in my throat. Sometimes it affected my breathing. And if I started going into heart palpitations or like what we call a, I call it a thyroid storm, you could feel my heartbeat and you could see my heart racing through the actual goiter in my thyroid. So anyhow, I had some really profound um, results from working with her while she was doing her, well, the equivalent of masters, which would be advanced pranic healing and hopefully once lockdown finishes here in Australia I'm going to be able to go back and do my second third and I can't remember if there's a fourth class for pranic healing but I know that I really want to finish my qualifications there and the reason for that is this so when I'm working with Reiki A unique aspect of kind of tying all of my skills together is what pranic healing also brings to the table for me based off of what I learnt and what was unlocked for me in terms of my intuitive gifts when I did my level one pranic healing back when I was 19. So things are very similar, but also quite different. The modalities are a little bit different. And I would say that the two biggest differences for me between Reiki and pranic healing is that pranic healing actually uses color pranas and uh, also the amount of chakras. So pranic healing works with 11 major chakras and there's a few different ones, but really those are split into the spleen and the spleen has a front and a back chakra and the heart as well. So the heart has a front and a back chakra. There's another one, um, the Ajna or like a forehead chakra. And then I want to say they actually have a different name for it. The Meng Main chakra, which is near the spleen and the navel chakra. And the solar plexus is a different chakra as well. So there is 11 main chakras in pranic healing and color pranas. So if prana is energy, it's just another word for life energy or life force energy, color pranas are almost like color therapy. So as a general rule in the general meditation space, we talk a lot about white lighting. Some people talk about golden light, which is often affiliated with Christ consciousness. I love working with golden light. White light is universal and is just so good for a broad range of things but pranic healing actually breaks down into color pranas and there are many and they specifically work on different ailments and on different sections of the body and for different health issues that are happening. So, you know, this could be blue, violet, green, yellow, red, orange. And it's funny, you know, I also used to teach color psychology when I had my website and branding business. And so I actually already know the power of color application from a branding and marketing standpoint and how it actually affects the human brain. So the reason I want to continue my studies here and really qualify in pranic healing, even though I'm now a Reiki master, is because I really want to learn how to use these color pranas and then build on my knowledge of the chakras and then more specifically grow that knowledge from seven to 11 chakras. Now to just cut us right down the middle, I've also done a course in human design that would definitely be marrying astrology in with, it's actually got five different modalities, but we'll, we'll talk about that another day. But I believe there's nine 
chakras or energy centers in human design. So there's a lot of crossovers here and each different modality, while it has crossovers, is unique in its application and its use of different chakras and how it kind of combines all of the information. But I will just say, like, I am so hungry for knowledge. This stuff gets me so excited. But from this kind of bird's eye view, just based on being so hungry for knowledge and also so hungry to help people and realizing that this is my overall purpose in life, seeing these correlations and seeing the bird's eye view of how all of these different healing modalities actually work together, wow, the power of this is just incredible. So overall, the human body is obviously a very complex energy form. And in addition to the seven chakras that we focus on in Reiki, the nine in human design and the 11 in pranic healing, there is 114 total chakras in the body. This is including the minor chakras as well. In Reiki, we have our hand chakras attuned. So they're minor chakras. And there is 72,000 nadis or energy channels along which the vital energy or prana or reiki actually moves so between these all of these chakras there is channels human design also talks about these channels and there's obviously more intricate channels than what there is in human design but i just find it all so incredibly fascinating and the science behind this and just the way it all interacts with quantum science is utterly mind-blowing. So yeah, I'm just really, really excited by all of this. And I really am so excited to be launching my intuitive one-to-one healing sessions. So let's have a little bit of a chat about how that actually looks. I mentioned that I am bringing a lot of these modalities together. So when you actually go to schedule your appointment with me, I will ask you in a questionnaire a few questions. And the first couple of questions are about your birth date, your time of birth and your place of birth. And that's not to be a nosy Nelly. (laughs) That is because I want to study your natal chart before we actually sit down together over Zoom. And what we will do in your session is we will first discuss your natal chart and we will also discuss your Ayurvedic constitution. So I send you a link to go and find out what your Ayurvedic constitution is if you don't already know it. And your Ayurvedic constitution is another modality, but your constitution actually informs me about your physical and inner climate, like what is your body actually um, made up of in terms of your inner environment. And that really informs me about um, predispositions, things to look for based on your astrological blueprint, but also how that might manifest in your physical and emotional life, right? So the other questions I ask you is, you know, what are you kind of struggling with at the moment? What are these physical, spiritual, inner, relational, situational ailments or afflictions that you're actually going through? And as part of my due diligence and duty of care, I also ask you, have you sought assistance from a medical professional? And if you haven't, please do, because energy healing is really something that can work alongside this. But I will say overall, energy and energy healing, working on your energy is only going to help you in all of these areas of your life. And that is how I've basically wound up here. So once we have gone through your natal chart, your constitution, the connection with your physical inner and relational afflictions and ailments, 
we will then cover the balances and imbalances based on those corresponding planetary influences. Obviously, those planetary influences are also connected to the chakras, as I've already mentioned. And we'll also discuss really how you can integrate that knowledge. So the first part of the session is a bit of an info dump, but it's important so that we can make these connections and kind of really dig deep as to why some of these things are maybe coming up for you in the first place. Because I want to show you and really guide you on how you can lead, you know, sort of a more harmonious life where you are integrating lessons and you're able to express your emotions and express yourself sort of alongside your unique blueprint in the best way possible so that you can really create balance in your life and live in alignment with your strengths and also with your weaknesses. So then we move on into what is known as a chakra sweep. So this is done in both Reiki practices and in pranic healing. And so based on that initial assessment and our overall exploration, we will enter into your energy field to sweep your chakras and your auric field to assess their current condition. Because obviously a couple of weeks will have passed between, you know, when you filled out your questionnaire and actually booked your session with me to the actual day that we are sitting down. We will do this through a guided meditation and visualization. And it's very much a co-creative process, which is something that I very much stand for. I'm not, you know, some healer, some leader. We are reflections of one another and um, we all have different strengths and weaknesses and we're all on our different journeys. So anything I can do to empower you to self-healing and to taking these tools and using them to really give you the most out of life, then that's, that's what I want to do. This is an equal partnership and we actually don't do anything without your consent. So I ask you and your higher self for consent before we do any healing, which is what actually comes next. So once we've done our chakra sweep, I'm going to get a really good visual illustration of through my clear senses and through my hands, where and how things are looking for you on that energy front with your chakras. So those wheels of energy, are they small? Are they inflamed? Are they big? Where are their excesses and deficiencies? And of course, we've talked about how that relates to your natal chart, your constitution, planetary influences, and so on. So I'm going to have a pretty good idea of where we need to focus most of our attention because your chakras are going to correlate with those physical, inner, and relational issues that we've already covered and that you're seeking help for, right? We then move into our three rounds of energy healing. So we do our chakra sweep, we find out where we are at, and then we move into the actual energy healing itself. Based on the principles of Reiki and pranic healing, I will do these three rounds. So our first round, we will go all through your chakras and also through your auric field. And we will begin to clear out the stuck and stagnant energy, begin to really work on what is just not working there for you and getting the energy flowing a lot more optimally so that all these things that are causing you issues in your life, we encourage those through the energy healing to resolve themselves. We'll have specific attention on these areas that obviously correspond to the things that we've already prior arranged. And also, you know, I may have a few more questions just based on what I can see using my clear senses on the day. 
Now, between these three sessions, we will have a body check-in. So this is where we will tap into your body's compass, where your connection to source and your higher self works through your body to answer yes or no to the completion of a healing in each area that we are working on. So how this works is your body has a natural tendency to express itself based on the questions that we give your higher self. So this could be, is the healing complete on your throat chakra? And you, your body will either rock forwards or rock backwards for yes or for no. Most people, not most people, but some people rock forward for yes and back for no. Um, That does seem to be the most common, but we will check that before we do your body compass check-in. And this is why we have three rounds and this is why it's a very co-creative process. And every step of the way, you're actually learning how to do this for yourself. So we usually reach a positive conclusion by the end of the three rounds of healing, but it may be part of your learning experience to continue working with self-healing post-session on certain areas for greater insights and integration. And it's a good thing to note as well that in the quantum field, time and space don't really exist. Whereas on Earth in, you know, the 3D realm, it takes a little bit of time for things to actually manifest and kind of come to fruition. And that's why sometimes we can worry that things that we are trying to manifest are not actually coming to be. But it is simply because what is happening in the quantum happens at a much faster rate and then it does sometimes take some time. So, for example, if you had something physical like a rash or, you know, it doesn't even have to be that. It could it could just be getting headaches every day or it could be something like, you know, you're very abrasive in your communication with, say, your boss or a family member and you'll begin to feel those changes but it might obviously take a few days for that to come to be. and This is why I encourage you to that empowered self-healing because I want you to continue with the self-healing techniques post-session. Really what I want to do is make myself completely obsolete because what we need is these skills, these ancient, ancient skills that have been around for hundreds of thousands of years back in the hands of everyone today. Because the more we can encourage self-healing on a physical, mental, emotional, relational kind of plane, the quicker we get out of the crap that we are going through in the world right now. And that is my ultimate conclusion. But as sovereign beings, it is up to us to do that. So this is really highlighting the difference between myself and, you know, perhaps some other healers out there where it's you pay me for my services, I, I do the healing and that's it, you know, if and it might just be on one affliction or ailment or thing that's happening in your life and there's not this kind of all-round resolution and then you have to go back to that person and pay them again, whereas I feel that everyone deserves to have these tools and everyone has the power to do this themselves. It's really just about gaining the knowledge and the wisdom of how to channel this energy in ways that create harmony and balance and help you to really work through your own excesses and deficiencies in your life, no matter how they kind of manifest for you. So finally, before we close off our session, I like to pull an oracle card and intuitively offer you guidance on how to best move forward, integrating the healing and the lessons that came from it. Ideally, you will take all these tools that you learn in our session for self-empowered healing, as I mentioned, and ultimately to cultivate a life of alignment 
and abundance. And this also boils down to also discovering your sense of self-worth and self-fulfillment and ultimately connecting with your higher self and the greater collective so that you can really work towards your higher purpose. And that higher purpose is service to self, but it is also by extension service to the greater collective. And that is really what purpose is all about. For me, it's always, particularly in business, I've always come from a place of how can I really help this person today? How can I do that? And whilst there's still room in the world, and and to be honest with you, I still do a little bit of website work and branding now because now that I've stepped back, I actually love it. There is there is still creative and artistic skills that I have that light me up. And without the pressure of the very masculine sort of, I don't know, icky place that I was in when I ultimately closed my business, there are still some things that bring me joy. And why the hell not would I do a multitude of different things that bring me joy? So That pretty much wraps up how the live session looks. And then post-session, I like to put together a written summary of our time together and any custom bonuses that I'm going to forward you. Because I am leaning more into my artistic side, art skills with my actual hands, and you know I'm using my hands for the healing as well, I like to, or I'm beginning to move into channeling illustrations that are meaningful to you. I'm also playing around with digital collage. So it just depends how I feel on the day, what sort of skills I'm going to work with. But generally, this is a visual illustration of how it's all gone and what I think might be something memorable as a keepsake for you to have from our session together. So you'll also get a one-month post-session email and messenger support with me. And you are really highly encouraged to use it as needed because I absolutely love hearing how life changes and what comes up for you in the days, weeks, months, and years moving forward in the conscious creation of your reality. And that's that's really what it is all about. So I want to say thank you so much if you've gotten to this point. I know I've done a lot of (laughs) excited rambling today, but hopefully it's given you a really, really good idea of what energy healing is, what modalities that I work with personally, and what I believe to be true about the application of energy healings and really what energy even is. And if you are interested in booking a session with me, you can head along to www.ourownelysium.co forward slash sessions. And I very much look forward to meeting you and just sharing all of this wonderful knowledge that I have on empowered self-healing. If you're interested in working with me, please head along to ourownelysium.co and let's explore how we can co-create together.